What's going on, world? My name is Dean. And my name's Nikki. And you are officially tuned into the Black King, Black Queen podcast, where we explore a variety of topics, questions, and pressing thoughts. Our goal is to inspire, encourage, and educate every listener by having meaningful conversations surrounding Black love, Black excellence, and Black legacy. With every unique discussion, we unpack the good, the bad, and the ugly that most individuals will experience while on this journey called life. At the core, our message is to choose purpose over fear. We encourage every listener to let go of whatever has been holding them back and step into their individual purpose on purpose. As well, we express the importance of taking this step because there is always someone who could benefit from a lived experience. So, in the words of my husband, there's an entire audience out there waiting on your yes. So we challenge you to choose purpose over fear today. Now let's get into this episode. Let's get it. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go, baby girl. How you feel? How you feel? I am feeling great. I am happy and I'm smiling. How are you feeling man, today? I'm, I'm feeling good, man. Um, it's late. Like, it's late, late. But, I mean, <laughs> the kids are sleeping. We here. We doing what we do. And yeah, I'm excited. So, tell the people what we did today for the first time. So, for the first time today, we did some couples therapy. Mm-hmm. And I thought it went really well. How did you feel about it? Um, I think it was something that's needed. Um, We've been... Through hell and back, man, over the last couple of years. And I feel like it's really dope that we finally get to, you know, release what's on the inside of us. Because, I mean, day to day is crazy. Kids, all that good stuff. And just gets wild. So it was good. It was a little starter. What do you feel about it? Yeah, I think it was nice for us to be able to just kind of open up and have somebody else give some input, you know, in... You know, and just kind of dig in and see where we're at and maybe try to get to the root of, like, why we even decide to start you know you want to touch a little bit on why we even decided to start people may not know but (laughs) for those that don't know that are tuning in right now like i said it's been a crazy year and some but if we rewind a little bit we had a we have a beautiful baby girl melody she's three years old i'll give it up for melody and um then after we had melody we tried to get pregnant again lost that baby then um the doctor was just like, you know, it kind of happens and all that stuff. And, you know, it's normal after, you know, have a pregnancy that, you know, have a miscarriage. So it was like, all right, cool. Then we got pregnant again, mm-hmm. lost that baby. That completely defeated us. So we were already taking some major losses. And I honestly don't think I've cried as much as I cried when we lost our, what would have been third child. So right, the third right. pregnancy, Um, it was a lot like. I don't really think we talk about how it affects the men. I didn't even know it would affect me the way how it affected me, but it mm-hmm. did. Um, and only to find out there was a lot of men that have been going through that stuff that it affected as well. And then coming to our baby girl, Harmony, now, who's our miracle baby, um, going through that pregnancy, not sure if we were going to make it out of that one <laughs> with right. baby girl living. And uh, she came, but three weeks before she came, we ended up losing five hundred thousand dollars like but let's go back like going through the the miscarriages like how did you feel just to touch up on that that was really hard for me it was hard because i'd never really had a conversation with anybody about miscarriages so i didn't really know much about it i didn't really know what to expect and so when the first one happened to me it was like what is this Mm -hmm. like they didn't tell me this in school you know what i mean so um that was that was hard. But when I went to the doctors and they reassured me, like, you know, this is something that happens. I was like, 
okay, I can kind of be at peace with this because this is something that's normal. Um, but when the second one happened, mm-hmm. that really, really, really defeated me because yeah. it was so soon after the first one and there were no answers for it. Mm-hmm. And I pretty much experienced the whole thing. My body went through the feelings of it. Things came out, the bleed, like there was so much involved with it. My body went through so many changes, my emotions it really took a toll on me. I started to wonder, what did I do wrong that this would happen to me? Why did this have to happen to me? Like, I wouldn't want it to happen to anyone, but why is it happening to me? Um, so I just had, like, a lot of questions and a lot of hurt and a lot of pain. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was that was hard for me. And it was it was a literal loss. And I know some people are like, you know, it's okay. Don't worry. Like mm-hmm. you have one already. So don't worry. You know, you'll get another one soon and comments like that, but that didn't help any yeah. at all because the fact that I did have another one made me want another one even more because you know how good it is to have one. So that was a very difficult season for me, but I know a lot of the times men don't talk about mm-hmm. how they feel. So what were you feeling? Like it was, it was a lot, man. Like I just remember feeling like, someone very close to me died mm-hmm. and I never knew what it was. I remember coming to you like, it feels like someone died. And then a couple of days later, I was like, oh, someone actually did die. We mm-hmm. lost a child. Although, like, you know, I never saw the child. It felt like I knew and loved the child because it's one, trust me, when you're a father and you have a baby girl like Melody, your first daughter, you look forward to this thing, man. And I, I got so excited to grow the family. Mm-hmm. I guess my heart got super attached to the idea of having more children and then it just got snatched i remember the second after the second child after the, after we lost the second child i remember praying over you like you know what this womb will never be a tomb ever again and i mean we came so close to losing harmony man oh, like, wow. the signs and everything were there like the blood the bleeding the this that all that stuff but she's here today and right when we thought you know we were on our way to like the glory land yeah three weeks before Harmony was born. Like I said, we lost $500,000. And what it did was kind of ruin that experience. Mm -hmm. Like the the birth of our miracle baby. It kind of ruined it in a way because we were devastated. Although she was our miracle baby, there was so much we were dealing with at that time. And it, it kind of took away from the experience. And if there's something I regret, it's that. Um, I wish I could have found a way to be like more present right then and there, mm-hmm. but like the wind was knocked out of me. Like I think after losing those two, almost losing harmony and then losing everything financially, I just was KO'd. Like, it was, it was crazy. I want to ask you, how did you feel when we lost? Oh, well, hold on. For those that don't know what happened, like, cause right. they're probably like $500,000. What are you guys <laughs> talking about? Like how in the world did you do that? Like, right. So what happened was, um, we got into a, a business venture with um one of my one of my one of my friends right on um everything was going good at first and then something happened so i remember about a couple nights before we took the big loss i i looked at nikki you're in the bed and i was like babe do you think this guy would be like you know like scamming us, us in some yeah. way shape or form nikki was like no way absolutely no way i was like but i had this feeling and it's funny like I called Randy, one of my other business partners, one of my best friends, and I was like, Randy, yo, 
we got to go on fasting because I feel like something is coming. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's crazy. Fast forward, a Sunday comes, I'm playing piano at church and God's just like, yo, go home and get $20,000. I'm like, $20,000? Mm-hmm. like, what are you talking about? Went home, got $20,000, tied it. And then um, while I was tithing the $20,000, the money was being taken out of the account, like at the same time without me knowing. And um, yeah, we found out we lost everything. I remember coming to you. So I remember coming to you when everything first started. And how did you feel? When everything first started. Yeah, so when I went to you, like, yeah, we got this opportunity and all that stuff. Oh, when, so when I when you brought the opportunity to me, I when I first saw your friend, my initial vibe of him wasn't the best. I, mm-hmm. I think I remember saying, like, but why, is, you know, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of had a little thing, but it wasn't like, don't do business. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and so when we talked about the business and everything, I was good with it. I, I trust you through everything. And so you had your judgments and you were good with it. So I was good with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when when things started to get shaky and you weren't having all the answers and I, I didn't have answers. Then I started to feel a little bit worried. I remember we were trying to figure out a number of some sort mm-hmm. and I was like, why don't we just go and ask them? Like, why couldn't we figure so, that out? So let me, let me explain. So right. we had our money. We were doing investing, like uh, Forex investing, um, crypto investing. And um, so we had asked for, for an account number that we needed. Right. And um, we couldn't get that account number for some reason. So Nikki actually contacted the broker right, and said, hey, we have an account here. This is the account number. Uh, can, we, can, we, can we see what we're, our account is looking like and everything? Person messaged us back like, that, that account number doesn't even exist. Mm-hmm. So we hit my guy. We're like, what is this? And mm-hmm. he was like, I got to tell you guys something. Mm-hmm. He basically lost every single penny and would have never told us that if we didn't confront him, right? And um, that was like one of the hardest L's I've ever had to take in my life um, because not there was it wasn't only us. There's other people that were involved as well. And it was, it was a lot. I remember what makes it worse was seven days before we lost that money, we purchased our house. We closed oh on gosh. the house, right? So we closed on our house. With the intent to live in the house. Mm-hmm. You were so excited. Yeah, we're going to do this. And then when we lost the money, my first thing was, well, everything that we got left, we got to make sure we make it right with whoever we got to make it right with. Mm-hmm. And then um, that took us. <laughs> that emptied everything. Yeah. <laughs> to the point where we couldn't live in the house. Like, now it's, it's for rent because we just couldn't do it. We got rid of everything. And God literally took it all away or it got taken all away but i would never change anything right now because it propelled us to operate in purpose see what was happening was we were chasing money and money was the answer for everything for me it's like i always know i'm able to do this 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 or that anytime i get into a crisis but what this situation did was it allowed me to only depend on god mm-hmm. and I wouldn't even say allowed me. I was forced to only depend on God. Every other answer or every other way I would turn to normally get money because I, I getting money is something that I'm very used to and accustomed to. Locked up. Right. And I can only depend on God. And I just want to thank you because you never looked at me like 
I was less than, like I made a mistake, like it was on me. Like I wasn't the man still. You still treat me like the king of the castle. And I can honestly say thank you. But I want to ask you, mm-hmm. why didn't you lash out when you found all of that out? Like, and why haven't you changed in any way, shape or form? Knowing that we were this close, <laughs> like to living what we had like dreamed, what you had dreamed about this close. And it all got snatched and taken I know. away. We right. even got furniture, yeah, everything. Yeah. We got the furniture chilling um, all over this place. But yeah, what like what made you not? For me, snatch? it was the fact that I felt like I went into it with you. Mm-hmm. And so because we talked about it before you even made the moves, you came to me, you showed me everything, and I agreed to it with you. It wasn't something you did on your own and said, yo, trust me. It wasn't that. Though you had your partner, you still brought me along on that that mission you know what I mean and so when things fell through though you felt the onus on you I also felt onus on my end too I know you always say it's like but people are looking at me for it you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and it's true they are not going to turn to me for it they will turn to you but I kind of feel like I carry some kind of onus and and I trusted you and i trust you and i will continue to trust you mm-hmm. i know that you you literally put our family first you put us first everything you do is for us and so if you are trying to strive and make moves for us and it doesn't work out i can't be mad at your efforts and mm-hmm. you trying you know what i mean so um i was never ever mad at you i don't think i will ever be mad at you because i don't think it was your fault it literally mm-hmm. was not your fault uh so I can honestly say, though, that moment that you did tell me, I was like, so what are we going to do to him? Like, mm-hmm. what's going to happen? Because mm-hmm. there's no way he's going to be walking. Like, mm-hmm. And those are not thoughts that generally come in my mind. But that mm-hmm. instant, like the instant you told me, I was like, who do I know and who's still in the game? Like, mm-hmm. what are we going to do? Because I'm angry. Mm-hmm. And I think it was you turning around. It was actually you turned around and you were like, I have to forgive. Like, Mm -hmm. I I actually have to forgive. I'm like, who said so? Like, Mm -hmm. in my mind. And so many weeks went by and I was like, I can't forgive. I I just, I couldn't find it. And I don't think I ever told you that, but it was like eating me on the inside Mm -hmm. that I could not forgive this person for doing this to us and all of these people. So that was really hard for me. I think maybe just in recent months that i was like (laughs) let it go yeah you know it's not doing us any good by holding him up or whatever and i can see god working on us and working through us and things are happening now and i'm honestly grateful for you that you know despite all of everything you still are working to push for Mm -hmm. the family and you're still trying to do your part to make sure that we get up and so i appreciate that thank you like yeah i remember i couldn't what 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 and it actually got me mad the fact that I couldn't hate him, you know? Yeah, I couldn't. Like, I couldn't understand. like for some reason it was like I saw God in the situation. Some people would be look at me like, "What are you talking about? You saw God in the situation." But what God did was reveal me to me and mm-hmm. what my where my heart really was in that process, and it humbled me. Mm-hmm. Like it humbled me really badly. Like to the point where it's like I put money over everything. I low key put money over the family, over 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 God. And didn't know it. I didn't know it. I was thinking, yeah, man, I'm going to get money. Everybody's Mm going to be up. Everybody's going to be up. But we forfeited everything that we were doing. Like everything that we know that's in alignment with our purpose. That's why we're on this earth. We forgoed, like we forfeited it all to chase this 
one little fast dream, right? And God was just like, you know what? You will never ever put anything above me. I don't care how glamorous it may look. I don't mm-hmm. care how much people you think you're blessing because of that thing. Like if it's blessing, I'm going to be the one that's blessing, right? And um, I saw God in the situation and it was a hard year. 2022 was a long year. Mm-hmm. I remember getting to the point where I was just like, I don't know who I am. Like I lost faith in myself. Like yeah. I didn't believe in myself. I got to a point where I wanted to jump. I remember telling you that. First of all, how did you feel when I told you? I wanted to jump. <laughs> Listen, I don't think I believed you. Mm-hmm. And you kind of just like slipped it in like the middle of a conversation. Mm-hmm. I think we were driving and I was like, immediately, no, let's never, ever get there again. But I don't think I believed you that you really got to that point until I heard you say it again to other people. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, you really felt that way. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just like crazy conversation. But for you to have actually gotten there is very sad to me like that breaks my heart i i i don't i don't know yeah like, I, next question and, no no and it's crazy because <laughs> no people people look at it and they'll be like yeah man how do you 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 go so hard for the money the the fact of the matter is i don't really care about the money like it's funny like we've had hundreds of thousands of dollars and and all of that stuff and looked at it and really didn't care about money like when i used to hold money in my hand every time i have cash in my hand the first thing i do after i release it is i have to wash my hands or mm-hmm. sanitize my hand because it's dirty it's a tool right but um i feel like it was just life leading up until that moment we took so much else <laughs> before so that that was like the final straw yeah and what really it, it burns me to this day still that you know you don't have a place to call your own i remember we were driving to the house right? mm-hmm. and we passed this like this storage. storage unit and this is when we first found out and i had the panic attack oh my of a lifetime and you were right there with me and i remember we we got to the house we sat there and i'm telling you guys like i wish that this feeling is never felt by anyone that's listening to this <laughs> under mm-hmm. the sound of my voice there was such an empty feeling because we were sitting in that house knowing that there's no way in the world that we're going to be able to like hold this thing down. And when I tell you, like, I don't know how, but God is sustaining us like day by day. It is above us now. Right. And I'm, I'm excited to see like the other side of this, but how was it for you knowing how strong of an individual I am, see me break down like that. Like, and in those moments, like I remember there was one time you told me like, I don't recognize you. Yeah. It, it, it literally brought us to a season where I didn't. Remember you said it, it, it almost brought us to a season two, but that's 10 minutes ago. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. It brought us to a season where I literally did not recognize who you were. And it was so hard for me because knowing you and the person that you are, you're such a strong person. You always know what you're doing. You always know what you want. You always know how to get what you need for what you want. And so seeing you like that, it was so tough because I'm like, I, I, I don't even know how to help you. Like, who are you? Mm-hmm. So that was really tough for me. But I think when we sat down and like had conversations, I think I tried to help as much as I could and just navigate through it to be like, what can we do to make this all work? And I we we wrote stuff down and 
you know, we talked and we tried to figure things out as best as we could. But it was definitely a hard season for me because I, I was feeling the pressure that I now had to carry this whole thing. But I was like, I'm also lost and I don't mm-hmm. know where to go and I don't know how to find myself right now. And it was just such a tough season. Yeah. Like, like gosh, though, like, yeah. where are you? Like, where is where is Nikki in all of this? Like, how are you feeling like now? Like, we never really got to even address the miscarriages and deal with that as a unit because life happened and mm-hmm. it got so chaotic. And then with the babies and with the kids and, and just life is life in mm-hmm. like, how are you now? Like, where are you at? Like right now, holistically? Right? I don't think I've really thought about it before, but now that you've asked, I think I am growing. I think mm-hmm. I'm just in a season of, growing and going i know what i want to do i can see it i'm still scared Mm -hmm. but i know what i'm supposed to do and so this season i just need to remain faithful i need to keep trusting and and move Mm -hmm. i need to go i need to execute i've said it before and things are still tough for me i still feel sad a lot of the times i still feel Mm -hmm hurt and bothered for num- a number of reasons, but I'm growing and going yeah, like, as best as I could. And for me, it's like, it's just, it's hard to, it's hard to trust, but I know I have to trust like right. again, um, because it's, it's tough when you give your everything to something and like someone just takes that all away. Yeah. Like we gave our everything to what we were doing, man. And although we see like, why it had to happen and where we are right now with and what we're doing right now we're like we know Mm -hmm. that situation had to happen but it's hard to hear that when you're going through what you're going through now that we're trying our best to get on the other side of this thing and like really aligning ourselves with purpose we can see like all right we understand the road that we were going down wasn't the best road mm-hmm. and we thank god that you know he sustained us and we're still standing even though like you know it's it's still tough like it's still hard like there's days where we have where it's like i don't want to do this i don't yeah like anymore like i'm over everything like people might see us and just like yeah you guys are doing this you guys are doing that there's days i want to quit everything mm-hmm. like quit it's true everything like bkbq the podcast the, the x just everything like i just i just don't have it have it because you you wake up, you do something good. Like even after our first podcast episode, you do something good. You wake, you go to bed, you look at the ceiling, and it's just like this doesn't scratch the surface of yeah. what I have to make up for because of that big loss, right? And it's just like you just got to keep on going. I hate hearing that, <laughs> but it's like mm-hmm. I know we legit just have to um, to keep on going, and it, it it sucks. But I'm happy that I honestly get to do this with you by my side because I don't think I would have survived if it was if I was doing this with anybody else if you weren't here with me throughout that entire situation like it's so important to marry your purpose partner because even though we got to the absolute bottom and we're still trying to crawl our way out you've stuck by me man like every single step of the way like I would never ever want to go another day in my life without you by my side man because you've seen the good seen the bad and you've seen the ugly and you love me with every ounce of you like and i thank you man because you don't even know how 
that kept me going because you look at me and it's like, yo, I trust that you're going to get us through this. Always. Like you, you trust. And it's not one of those, oh yeah, he'll do it. Like it's you, you believe it from the, from the bottom of your heart. And man, I thank you for that, man. Cause like it, it really keeps me going. When I was thinking about like, yo, maybe I should jump thought of you and the girls and was like there's no way i can do it but it was alarming because the thought came to my mind that, yeah. that's the thing like so for me i know i wasn't gonna jump but i would be in i'll be by myself and it'll just be like the thought comes to my mind and i i think on it and i envision it you know mm-hmm. I, I would envision it i'm just like no nah, no way i'm not gonna do that but the fact that i got that far scared me and mm-hmm. i was able to come to you because you're, you're my safe place man like so you're my peace and i thank you for being you we don't got much time to talk about all of this stuff right now. But honestly, like I have to say, like I wouldn't be able to go through everything that we went through without you by my side. And I really love and appreciate you that for that. And I'm so happy that I was able to be mm-hmm. by your side with all of this, because at the same time, I would never want you to go through this alone. And I want you to know that you are always doing your best and you will continue to do your best. You are amazing. You're an amazing father, an amazing husband. You always put our family first, no matter what you do. And for those reasons, I will continue to push with you and we're going to make it to the end. And that's on period. We got this and I love you so much. Right. Before we go, like what, what's something that you would tell someone that's dealing with loss, like whether it be miscarriage or like hardships, like what we went through, like what's something you say to them? Wow. Something that I would say to somebody going through is always go through your experience and feel it. Everything that you feel, allow your body to feel it because it's those moments. It's those situations that are going to help you help somebody else. And if you have moments where you're just like, I don't want to cry, cry, let it out. If you feel like you need to speak to somebody, speak to somebody. Do everything that your body needs to do because it will make you feel better. And like I said, it's that experience that it's going to help you help the next person. Right. And what I say is like, there comes a point in your life where you just got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. And that's when you're going to move. And for me, I'll tell you straight guys, you can't do this without God. Mm. Like point blank period. Like you cannot do this life without god like i went through life doing it my way thinking you know i could do this i could do that and when it all came crashing down it's sad but the truth behind everything and the reality was i had no choice but to turn to god Mm -hmm. he got my attention right then and there and i could only turn to him and he's the only person that could have kept me sane through all of this man like and i'm telling you if you want to find your purpose and the reason why you're here you gotta do it God like mm-hmm. and once you're in alignment with the will that he has and the plans that he has for your life you know that whatever you do won't fail because God is in it mm-hmm. and when God is in it it doesn't matter what it looks like it doesn't matter how many attacks come your way you are, you will know as long as you stay in him that you will make it out because if he said it it is done like mm-hmm. if it's his will then it is his bill right so like my pastor says where he where he gives vision or where there is vision there will always be provision right so Although it felt like the world was crumbling down on us, I knew that at the end of the day, God is still God. And there has to be something for us to get out of this. And I found it. I found him. My relationship got deeper with him in this situation. So I tell tell all of you guys, man, if you really want to do this life, like abundant life, 
Find God, do it in God, and you'll never be disappointed. That's all I have to say. Right. Baby girl, I love you. <laughs> like, love you too. This was the quick version. This was a quick version, man. For those that don't know, we got SD cards issues. Eh? We, we're on a time <laughs> limit. So we're looking at the time like, oh my God, it's about to run out. But um, honestly, thank you guys, man. Um, BKBQ Podcast. We just want to be mad transparent with you guys. Um, you already know our message is choose purpose over fear. Every step of the way, that's mm-hmm. going to be our messaging as as we go forward. Um, And always remember that there's an audience out there waiting on your yes. This was an uncomfortable conversation to have and do it and one day actually post it. But it had to be had because I believe that there's a lot of people that are going through losses that have suffered from something similar to this. I know it could help you. And even if, you know, this video doesn't, you know that someone else went through it, you can hit us up. Man, because like, this is what it's about. It's about community. It's about building. This is why we're here. So you guys already know, once again, there's an entire audience out there waiting on your yes so I challenge you and everyone under the sound of my voice to choose purpose over fear today you already know what time it is it's your boy Dean and your girl Nikki we out peace